Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Again, I am your host, Andrew Ledman, and with me as always, I'm Casey Bartley. And uh, we've got a couple topics to uh, go over on the podcast today, starting with uh, Robbie Hummel, uh, going to miss out on the Olympics, actually. We're going to talk about the men of Mackey, uh, the roster so far, and then we're going to end talking about Trevion Williams and the NBA draft. Uh, but first, Casey, I've got a question for you. Are you ready? Born ready. Okay. Now, Casey has no idea what I'm going to ask him. Uh but of all the players that have transferred out or not completed their time under Matt Painter at Purdue, who is the one that got away? Who's the one you wish you had back? Oh, that's easy. It's Kendall really? Stevens. Really? Yeah. I like the kid. I like the way he played. He was a uh, legacy kid. You know, he had quite a bit of success in Nevada. I don't. I just, I just liked him. I liked him from the start. Um, I understand why he transferred. There was obviously not room, really, because he wasn't really bulky enough to play bigger. But, yeah, I just have a soft spot for him. I always did. Really seemed like he went through some stuff. And... Yeah, yeah. I know he had um, he had some family issues. I believe someone in his family passed away. Yeah, um, I think it was one of his best friends. Oh, yes, yes, you're right, you're right. And so, like, you just feel for the kid, like... 
nothing, not even basketball was enough of a relief for him at the time. And he needed to like get all the way away and, you know, bravo for being brave enough to do that and still having a decent career um, on a fun Nevada team. Uh, but yeah, I would have liked to see him stick around. How about you? Who would you like to have seen stay? If, for me, it's easy. For me, maybe unpopular, but for me, it's Scott Martin. Um, just to see what he could have done with the rest of the baby boilers. His skill set was, while him and Robbie Hummel were, you know, were similar players, they could have been completely different and completely complementary to each other. And I just think if you add a player like him to that team, it's the sky was the limit for what they could have done. So he was the one I, I most wish would have stuck around because I think he would have really grown into a great player at Purdue under painter. I mean, and he had some success at Notre Dame, but I don't think he would, he turned into the player that he could have been, had he been with Matt painter for four years. That's probably the right answer. I mean, it's the most fun just on the court. Cause you know, that would have helped with the Hummel injury, even though he had a lot of, the issues of his own. Um, I think it just comes down for me. He was only here for a year. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't get that attached to him, especially when we got sense. to watch Etwan and Hummel just from day one look like superstars. Yeah. Yeah. And then JJ just grew into it. So you wonder what, if he, if Martin would have stayed would that have messed up the chemistry without done something, but I, you know, I really would have liked to have seen him stay. Uh, so to me, that's the most, that's the one that just sticks out in my mind the most. Yeah, I don't blame me at all. We've had a lot of good ones lately. Um, uh, you know, pretty much an entire draft class left. And yeah. can't really say any of those were that sad, but Scotty Martin and uh, Kendall, Kendall Stevens, Stevens are definitely yeah. two that you would have liked to see, like, a full career and see what they were capable of in Golden Black. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. I'm going to try to come up with uh, some type of question like this at the beginning of each podcast not let Casey know what it is and just kind of see what we can uh, riff about for a couple minutes. So hopefully that'll, that'll be a nice little addition to the podcast here. So I, w- I would have liked Marchuse to say too. He was okay. a lot of fun. The mooch, the mooch, the mooch. he came he back was... for a uh, alumni game. He did. He and did. he looked awesome. Like really yeah. in shape. Pretty sure he's playing overseas. I think so. And he was always, he always had a, a good time. You know, that's one thing you could always say about Sandy. He was always out there having fun. I don't so think anyone I would, had fun playing against him, though. No, I would think not. Hey, he, <laughs> I would think not. Mack truck. Yeah. So shifting from a fun conversation to a sad conversation, uh, we learned today that Robbie Hummel and the Team USA 3X3, yes, that's literally what they want us to call it. It's not 3x3. Three three. They want us to pronounce the X. So it's 3X3 basketball. Uh, their team lost to the Netherlands today, so they will not be in the Olympics. That means no Robbie Hummel playing over the Olympics theme, no like Tom Rinaldi uh, narrated story about back in college, Robbie Hummel had it all. And, you know, and then it all comes tumbling down and they build him back up. None of that. So Robbie Hummel will not be playing in the Olympics this year. Um that just annoys the hell out of me. Uh, that's my first instinct. What is yours? Yeah, it's just sad. Um, it would have been really neat to see Robbie Hummel. Would have been really cool to see, you know, USA represented in a sport that generally is thought of as something that we just dominate. And I think that was my first reaction because, like, I just thought it was in- inevitable. Of course, we would be, the, we would at least compete. But 
you know, that piece that you talked about last week, we haven't caught up with the world on three on three and it's showing. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I was reading an article after the, uh, the game when they lost and they, they went in as the number two ranked in the world. And number one was Serbia. And it, it, like, again, three X three, not a smart, I really follow. Um, so it was very surprising to me to see the the Serbian team was ranked number one, and it, it makes it all the more galling to me because Robbie Hummel and and their the team USA had won the 2019 World Championships. So in five by and you know a regular five man basketball that means you're automatically in the Olympics. But they're trying to the Olympic Committee is trying to force three x three on these other countries that don't play it. So they took away that automatic bid and they're putting it elsewhere. So if this was regular, you know, five on five basketball, they would have already guaranteed a spot in the Olympics because they are the reigning world champions. Um, But because they took it away, they had to go through this tournament. And if they would have beaten the Netherlands, they would have had two games to win one in order to get in. Uh, But unfortunately they, they lost to the Netherlands. They were upset. And now, we do not get to see Robbie Hummel representing Team USA in the Olympics. And as someone who is a huge Olympics fan, that really that really sucks. Yeah, it backfired. That is a – you win a world championship right before it, you should be allowed in. The – yes, it's the Olympics. There will still be a gold medal given out. It will mean less because the U.S. is not involved. It just will. The world is catching up with basketball. A lot of great talent coming from other countries, but it's still undisputedly – a u.s sport yeah and yeah we're not in it now and that's really sad and that's how robbie hummel's career should have ended how do we have another yep, right sad right. turn right the guy just gets one heartbreak after another as far as sports go i mean acl acl back uh injuries when he played with the timberwolves injuries when he played overseas i mean it's just the guy can't catch a break as far as finishing one part of his career before transitioning into another so I know he's he's doing well as an announcer and, and an analyst, and I think he's going to stick with that for a little while. I mean, he's he's very good at it, I think. But to be able to have him go out with an Olympic gold medal and kind of say, okay, now I've I've done what I need to do, I can actually officially retire from playing. That would have just been that would have just been a hell of a finish to the story. We're not going to get a Hallmark Robbie Hummel movie now, right? Oh yeah, oh, I was thinking maybe like Disney Plus. Yeah, but yeah, you I know, guess that's where we're at now. Yeah, it, yeah, it's got to go straight to a streaming service. Although Hallmark probably has one, right? I don't know. Yeah, I guess who everybody has a streaming <laughs> service now, so who knows? So that is unfortunate for uh, our one of our favorite Boilermakers, Robbie Hummel. But uh, hopefully, you know, maybe he can regroup. Maybe he'll be back in four years. I don't see that as likely, just given. You know, the way his body has betrayed him time after time. But we can always hope uh, and hope that the uh, men's 3x3 is uh, back in the Olympics in 2024. They, don't, and then they, make... don't, they took this away from us. They don't deserve to get their name called the correct way. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have to call you 3x3 three three because you took three. Bobby Hummel from me. So, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, so there we go, Robbie. Sorry. Wish I could do more. But we we did what we could Um, moving on from Robbie Hummel to other Purdue basketball players. The men of Mackey are back once again in 
the basketball tournament, which you'll find on Twitter at TBT. Uh, and they've begun to announce the team. And Casey, do you want to tell us who is on there so far? Oh, yeah, sure. Give me a pop quiz. Uh, <laughs> Evan Boudreau was the most recent announcement. I do believe the the start off, though, was something of a surprise. Uh, Lewis Jackson is going to come back and yeah. play the basketball tournament. That's that's right. He is. It, I, I, he's the most exciting choice, obviously. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, I know he's been hanging out with Raphael Davis, helping out at camps lately. Apparently he's in Indy right now, working really hard to get back in shape. Um, he was one of the most electric Boilermakers of all time. And to imagine back, I don't think I ever thought that I would see him play basketball again. Some of these other guys you kind of assume. Yeah. With the basketball tournament going on overseas, alumni games. It's just, I never thought I would see Lou Jack play again, and I, I'm really, really excited for it. Oh, I know. Me too. I mean, uh, I was actually I was actually at the game when he dunked in a game for the first time. I was sitting on the end of the court that he actually got the steal on and came and dunked in our direction. And I just – I remember he got the steal, and I was sitting next to my now wife, and I go, oh, my God, he's going to dunk it. He's going to dunk it. There's no one around him. And, I, and I'm like starting to like stand up in my seat, like, cause I'm ready to pop. I'm like, Oh, he's going to do it. Oh, he's going to do it. And then he did it. And I just went crazy because it was something that we'd waited for because we'd seen him do it, you know, in highlights in high school, we knew he could do it, but he just never done it in a game. And then just to see him do it in person, just, uh, oh, I went crazy. So to be able to see him back in live basketball where, you know, there's actually something on the line is going to be incredible. Yeah, I think I saw a couple of the misses live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The attempts. Usually he was able to turn it into a layup. Right, right. But I do believe I saw one go real hard off the backboard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, you if you want if you want to get the highlights, sometimes you got to get a miss. All right. It plus is, plus well, eight fifty odds. Does he dunk in the basketball tournament? <laughs> oh, I say he's gonna try. <laughs> yeah. I can't guarantee he'll make it. I mean, I don't know. Depends on the competition, I guess. You know, if he can get a breakaway like he did in that first one in college, I think he'll give it a go. That's fair. So I mean, why did, not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he if he's got a breakaway, I would give it a go. So, uh, you did miss one player though. They have announced three. Do you know who it is? Did I miss one? You did. You only said Boudreaux and Lewis Jackson. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry, uh, John Octius. He go. was another foregone conclusion. I knew he would play. I talked to him yeah. last year before the basketball tournament. He was really good in the basketball tournament last year. Um, he's been playing overseas nonstop uh, since leaving Purdue. Uh, yeah. One of the best pure athletes um, that have played at Purdue. Yeah, he's a freak. Just an all-around player, like rebounds, assists, uh, plays defense. You know, he was the guy that pretty much took on the best scores in the basketball tournament last year. And yeah, he's uh, in one year. I don't know of anyone that in one year did more to speak to the hearts of Purdue fans. Oh, absolutely. And and that was even without the dunk. Yeah. But then yeah, you I throw mean, on it, maybe the greatest highlight. Yeah. You can't leave out the dunk. No. But even if you do take right. the dunk away, I mean, he, it, like you said, in one year, he did so much for like the program, for how Purdue was viewed. He was embraced so fully by the fans so fast because he seemed like a Purdue basketball player. You know, he was hustling. He was out there on defense just getting after people. 
and the the energy and the athleticism that he showed, he was impossible not to like from the jump. Yeah, so I played him once at the Co-Rec after his career. Oh, I'd love to hear how that went for you. Uh, So honestly, I put up eight points in a game to 15. Okay. We guarded each other. Oh. Um, It got... Did uh, he score 15? No. (laughs) He probably had eight as well, but it... he it got to it got to game point where he got the ball. Uh, I think I just made a shot, but they were game point and they had like one point. And he went left to the left of the free throw line and hit a spin move. I I, I didn't even get juked out because it was so fast that I just like blinked and he was on the other <laughs> side and just like rose up and just hit the smoothest jump shot I've ever seen in my life for game. Like at any point, if he ever said like, "I'm gonna shut this kid down" or I'm going to take over this game. He could, you know, you know why I respect that story? Because you told the truth. You you didn't, you didn't, you didn't try to spin it as well. And then we, I got switched off of him and then he, you know, hit the winning shot. No, you were like, yeah, he, he is an athletic freak and he just took me. Yeah. I remember, I I think I played him another time when he was in college and, uh, but I was also watching a lot because it was him, Bryson Scott, uh, Basil Smotherman, maybe, and maybe one oh, other geez. Purdue guy. P.J. Thompson. I think P.J. Thompson was there. Okay. So, so you've got a court of 10 guys, and four of them are D1. And John Octius still looked like a different, just a, a different species compared to everyone else on the court. Yeah. He, he blocked the ball off the backboard that was just like, oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's how we're playing. Ah. All right. So. I, I know my place in this game. So yeah, like he has, shot. like. All world athletic ability. Yeah, and and you know you talked at the beginning when we when we mentioned him here that he played well for the men of Mackey last year. Just looking at his stats, uh, in their games last season, he averaged nine points, six and a half boards, and four and a half assists. He's going to be the be- like in better shape than anyone else at this tournament. I don't know. There's a lot of good guys in this tournament. I was really surprised at the quality of of the teams last year. There are, but I'm just like he is unworldly just always in shape goes 100 miles per hour constantly on the court uh he played a lot of minutes last year yeah yeah so now that we know you know we've got three players and i'm looking at the men of Mackey twitter account right now which oh you can I, find... this is an inside information like i've talked to Raphael davis he's a friend of the podcast uh, there is no way lou jack is on this team and Raphael's not playing oh oh There's that's not no what way. i was saying okay so I like, was just saying you can count they, him as a fourth. There's no okay. way they they have at Purdue TBT. They they just tweeted a little over an hour ago, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Um, so they must be making more announcements of players tomorrow. Also, so congr- you, congratulations, uh, Rayfield Davis. Yes, got married this weekend down in uh, New Orleans. You know, if you're gonna get married, going to New Orleans is not a bad. Yeah, not a bad little trip. Brought Coach Painter down with him. I know Jay Simpson was there. Uh, I'm sure there were quite a few uh, Purdue guys down there, but yeah, major congrats. And it'll be fun to uh, announce on his honeymoon that he's also going to be in the basketball tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I bet that would have been a very fun wedding just to, just to sit around and probably listen to some of those stories that those guys would tell. And to go back to the, to go back to the earlier question that we started with Jay Simpson's another guy. I know he had to retire for medical reasons, but man, I would have loved to see what he could have done. That dude was 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Disgusting. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, thank God they caught it and thank God he's alive. You know, it was that scary. But he he was somebody who we were all really excited about. He He definitely fits in that category of guys I wish – could have been able to finish their eligibility. The amount of skill and size and quickness he had was scary. But um, let's go back to the wedding for a second. Matt, Coach Matt Painter was there. How high up on the power rankings of person to give a speech at your wedding is Matt Painter? Oh, he's pretty high. I mean, major D1 uh, coach, you know, Big Ten school, head coach. I mean, I can't – I'm. you're not going to get many, many higher polls than that, I would think. Plus, you just know he'd nail it. Like oh yeah, because you know he he he'd be just the right amount mm-hmm. of like mean to you yeah exactly and because he knows the story so he mm-hmm. could really needle you and then like look at your wife and he'd give that painter stare with like and then like put his arms up and shake his head <laughs> and you know the Move! whole place would die <laughs> motion motion yeah so yeah he he'd be a pretty good one to get he'd be a pretty good get so looking you need you obviously you're saying you're saying Ray is probably going to be on the team. So that would give us four players. Who else, I mean, do you think is going to be on there, or who else do you think the team needs? Um, obviously, a, a position they have not announced anybody for right now would be center, and Isaac Haas was on the team last year, and obviously that would be great if they could get him again. So I'm I'm hoping that they can get him on the team once again this year. Um, do you have any other thoughts on players that they should get or try to get, or even some that you think they will get? I'm just going to go full team Rayfield Davis camp. He's he got A.J. AJ Hammonds to show up. Why not bring him to the tournament as well? Yeah. A.J. I mean, Hammonds and Haas together. 
I don't know what Dakota Mathias is doing right now. I wondered that too. I mean, you know, he was in the NBA this season. Um, and then the contract kind of ended. He didn't get, uh, picked back up and I'm sure he'll be at summer league. So I don't know if that gets in the way. Yeah. I'm not sure of the, um, well, I mean, if he doesn't have a contract, there's nothing that they can do to prevent him from playing in something. I just it's... don't know if he'll want to put his focus there. Um, right. Ryan right. Klein, uh, he agreed to it last year before all the COVID stuff started. So yeah, I don't see a reason not to bring him back. Uh, I there There's a lot of people to pick from. Um, you know, we haven't had many recent graduates, so we're not getting many, uh, many from that. But, you know, Grady Eifert was key in putting the team together last year. PJ Thompson's still around. I don't know. Run, run that whole, whole group back. It would not make me sad at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and plus that would be a fun team to watch because like you said last year, I mean, Purdue, the men of Mackey had additional players who had committed, um, but then backed out with whether it was due to COVID or whether it was due to some sort of scheduling issue. I mean, I'm not sure we'll ever really know. Um, but that to me was, not upsetting, but I mean, it wasn't really what I wanted when I was watching the team because they had, you know, players from other schools. They had uh, guys that uh, I'm sure were great players in college, but they weren't Purdue guys. And that was really what I wanted to watch, especially, you know, after the cancellation of the NCAA tournament, this was going to be my taste of Purdue basketball. And then we get these guys who one of them was from like university of Washington um, and he, he was the star of the team actually last year. I think it was like Denton or Dentman. I, I can't remember what it was, but um, it, it just wasn't the same. And it wasn't what I wanted out of a team called Men of Mackey. So um, hopefully they can they can get some more folks from Purdue this year. I think that w- that's really what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, unfortunately, there were a lot of disappointments in the year of 2020. So I pretty much forgot about that. <laughs> oh. It made sense. I mean, hopefully, yeah, we're going to start building on it, make a thing that uh, a lot of these guys we watched and love, we get to see them play a couple more times. And I don't know there's a lot of them floating around out there that, uh, that hopefully you're interested. Yeah. And I mean, it is for those of you that don't know the ultimate, you know, the end result of this thing is it's a winner take all the, whichever team wins gets a million dollars. So they, they split it however they want. If I recall correctly last year, each player who signed on for the team, they had an agreement of what their payout would be if they won uh, before anything even happened. And they were not all the same. You know, some players were getting more than others. Um, and whether that was due to, you know, star power or if some people had like negotiated or not, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but it was kind of interesting to see that because they displayed that kind of throughout the uh, presentation of the game. So I found that pretty interesting. But uh, hopefully we'll we'll see some more announcements here pretty soon, and I think we I think the Minimaki could have a pretty good team. Um, there's like I said, there's other good teams, the talents out there, but it is a pretty fun tournament to watch. So we'll be looking forward to more announcements apparently tomorrow morning at at 9 a.m. So we'll see who they nab. So before before we head into our last segment uh, of the podcast, we're going to take a break for the folks that pay the bills. So we will be right back. And we are back to talk about our final segment of the podcast this week. We wanted to talk about Trevion Williams and his looming decision of whether he's going to come back for a final year with the Purdue men's basketball team or if he is going to stay in the NBA draft and uh, hope for the best and try to get one of those guaranteed contracts. So, Casey, 
I think we're in agreement here, but what do you think his ultimate decision is going to be? I think he'll come back. Um, so we are in agreement. That's good. Yeah. I don't, it, it might've been a conversation if we had a really big NCAA tournament run, like we saw with Carson Edwards, where, you know, Trey Williams just became a problem every single game. But what we saw was a first round exit and he wasn't really on the board as a prospect this year to start. And he right. still isn't really. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the fascinating things kind of about the NBA draft is you can look at next year's draft and you can, the people who put these draft boards together are usually pretty on point with who is going to be drafted. You know, they know so-and-so is a borderline next year. These people are guaranteed. And every, every year you see a few players come out of nowhere, they rise up and they'll wind up on the board, but it is very hard to jump from not conversation draft to in the, yeah, to end the conversation. So, um, and unfortunately for Trevi and I don't think, like you said, he didn't really start the season in the conversation of a can't miss NBA prospect. So he had one hell of a year. Don't get me wrong, but to jump from not in the conversation to, a more or less guaranteed draft pick is not easy. It's just hard to imagine a scout going to his GM and being like, look, I know we got this guy that can jump out of the gym that can run really quick. That shoots threes really well, but look, I got this big guy who does amazing cross court passes out of the post. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that guy's going to lose his job to me. Trevion feels like someone that either sneaks into the late second round next year or who goes undrafted but gets signed by a team who's probably liked him the whole time but knew they could get him late. And then next thing you know, he made a camp. And next thing you know, like, I, I don't know if he'll play right away, but he, I think he'll be a sneaky guy that has a good NBA career, catches on. You like smart players. Um, we, we mentioned this last episode. He looks to be developing his jumper. Um, if he can start making a little bit of a mid-range, you know, he he almost seems uh, – there's a lot of David West to his game if he can start making that mid-range jumper. Only maybe even a rich man's David West because he's a better passer and has some good handle and really has an offensive mind for the game. But, you know, if he can defend the five even a little bit, rebound the ball, move the ball, set picks um, – really help getting offenses moving. I think he could be a really good pro for quite a long time. Yeah. I I don't think you're wrong, especially like, I think, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago. when we talked about that video he released of him working out um, for the draft. He is putting in the work it, that's, you know, undeniable, but I'm not sure if, like you said, I'm not sure if he's quite ready this year but what he does in this offseason is going to pay dividends for Purdue next year. Um, and he's not only going to, you know, continue to get in better shape and and uh, be ready to go for a senior season. He will get pretty good draft feedback, I would imagine, from from those GMs that are going to say, hey, if you want to get drafted, you need to work on X, you need to work on Y. And it's I'm sure it's nothing that Matt Painter hasn't told him and the rest of the coaching staff hasn't told him. But I'm sure it just hits a little different when the guy who could pay you millions of dollars tells you, if you do this, you could make millions of dollars. You know, um, there's just another level of somebody who can can tell you that and suddenly your ears perk up a little bit. And um, 
Williams is a guy who I I think we all agree he's hungry uh, at this point, and he will put in the work. You know, we saw how he reacted after that uh, NCAA tournament loss. He was heartbroken. So I think he's going to come back with something to prove, not only for NBA scouts, but also to the rest of the college basketball world. Yeah, I, he's got a chance next year to do something special with a team that's really special. And uh, the NBA has a lot of bright lights and a lot of money, but if it's not guaranteed and you have this opportunity ahead of you, I don't know how you don't take it. Um, I yeah. think he likes being in college. I think Purdue has been good to him. He's pretty much played from day one, um, has pretty much overachieved every year, been surprising. And yeah, I, I'm looking for him to get his banner hung up next year. Oh, so you think All-American? Yeah, Absolutely. His numbers right. weren't that far off this year. Yeah, that's not that's not wrong. So with this in mind, uh, for those that don't know how the process works, the NCAA and the NBA kind of, you know, they have to work together on these things because it, it basically the NBA uses the NCAA as a farm system. Um, so they need to have kind of a basic set of a, a agreement between each other, basic set of rules on how this is going to work. So for this season, in order to return – a player has to decide by July 7th. So that means we've got just over a month until the deadline. And the reason that it's July 7th, this is actually uh, 10 days after the draft combine. So I don't believe they've yet sent out combine invites for players. But for those who do attend, that means they can go through the draft combine and then they have 10 days following the end of that to decide whether they're going to come back to college and retain their eligibility uh, or whether they're going to stick it out and go through the draft. Um, and one more thing to your, to your earlier point, I mean, the money in the NBA, if you're not a first round pick is not guaranteed. You can get a guaranteed contract in the second round. If a team believes in you, if you've maybe got a good agent, but that is the exception. That is not the rule in getting drafted in the second round in the NBA. So that is another reason to really think hard uh, about coming back if you're being told, well, you know, we've 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 got a middle pick in the second round and we'd really like to take you. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's that's a lot to uh, a lot to risk if there's no guarantee of any money coming to you. And I mean, we've seen two Purdue Boilermakers go in the second round, get guaranteed contracts and A.J. Hammonds and Carson Edwards. Um, Carson Edwards, you know, it's still out what kind of career he's going to have. But even with the guaranteed money, you can't say either of those two uh, have had a successful NBA career at this point. No, didn't get no. Much and playing it... time hasn't lived up to what we hoped or thought they could be. So even a second round pick, like it's not a huge investment that no. teams are guaranteed to put you in the best place to succeed. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of Carson, just to, to, to add on to that, the Celtics are in the playoffs right now. They have three starters that are out, and Romeo Langford is starting over him tonight. No Carson Edwards in the starting lineup. They're they're using Romeo Langford instead. And I don't watch a ton of NBA. I know you watch, but it, it's it's kind of excruciating to me to see Romeo Langford start over Carson Edwards, knowing how their careers went in college. You know, Romeo, of course, played at IU, and Edwards here at Purdue, and Edwards I think outplayed him just about every time on the court. So it it's really frustrating to me to see a guy like Langford play over over Carson, at least in the starting lineup. So you never know how your NBA career is going to go. So it, it's a it's a difficult situation. And I think we're both hoping that 
William sees that and comes back to, to kind of prove what he can do to the NBA scouts. Yeah, and, you know, you only get so much, so many chances at college, a Final Four, those things live on forever. Yeah. So, I get NBA yeah. is the dream, the final goal, but there's a lot you can accomplish and a whole lot of uh, history you can make in college, so... it. And he's just, I mean, you know this. Every, everyone knew that he was going to be on my team in the draft because I'm not oh, yeah. sure there's been a player that I've enjoyed watching more from day one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I know for you it's like Ryan Klein and Trevion Williams. Yeah. <laughs> so very similar players. <laughs> so I knew, I knew if you got a chance, those were two guys you really wanted. So, and I don't blame you. I mean. They're great players. They're great all-around players. They can do everything, and um, they're you know they're just a joy to watch. You know they're they've got good personalities on the court. They're they're good for the team. And when you're in college, that means a lot um, to to be a player that makes those around you better. And I think you can say that about both Klein and Williams. So hopefully, probably before July seventh, we can hear for sure whether Williams is coming back, but July 7th, again, that is the we- the withdrawal date for the 2021 NBA draft. So that is the drop dead date when we'll hear one way or the other, but I'm hopeful that it'll be before that. And we will uh, end the show as we always do with a recommendation. This week is going to be Casey and keep in mind, Casey doesn't prepare for these things. He just kind of shows up, eats a bunch of Taco Bell and I have to remind him <laughs> to do so we will see. I remember, if you recall, one of his recommendations was big ass TVs. So we'll see where he goes this time. <laughs> Casey, what do you got for us? Same line of thought. I try to prep, but then I'm just like, ah, no one cares. That's definitely what you want to hear about your podcasting partner. I try to prep, but uh, you know, yeah, you know, just uh, so maybe my last... recommendation next week will be will be preparing. Yeah, overrated. So I'm going to say estate sales, and I don't know if that's as big of a deal in Indiana because I don't remember them ever happening. I, I'm sure they did, but down, I moved down here in the south, and we've been going to estate sales for like the last three or four months. I got a king-size Tempur-Pedic mattress, box springs, the whole whole gambit for like $200, and I just bought, which is a life goal that I've always wanted, is a really nice Chase lounge chair. And I got one today, last day of an estate sale for $75, so... Okay, question. Yeah. Has anyone died on this furniture? I don't care. Ooh, that's not a, that's not the answer I want. I'm gonna die happy if I'm on a Chase Lounge. What or about a Tempur-Pedic bed? That bed's comfortable. Die in the bed? That bed's comfortable, Edmund. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, we gotta but... die somewhere. Might as well be in my sleep. Yeah, but I don't... Why are you wanna, making this dark? I'm trying to recommend a, I'm trying to recommend a nice afternoon okay. like, shopping spree with like friends. Like my friends called me, they were like, "Hey, we were driving to Lowe's and we saw an estate sale sign. You want to go?" Next thing you know, we like just had three fun hours together. Okay, see socialize. now now you're selling it. Now yeah. you're selling it to me. So they they got a desk that was probably worth like twenty five hundred dollars for two hundred. I got a Chase Lounge that you know they're not cheap. And well, and this is working great for you because you just moved to a new place, right? Right, exactly. My my apartment is now like has been mostly filled with estate sale stuff, and it's been great. Well, there you go. See, okay, you've sold me. <laughs> you've sold me. I'm ready to go. There we go. I'll give you a call next time. All right. Well, the hey, you know, actually, there was one around uh, my uh, 
my house over here about a week ago. Yeah, you got rich start, people in Maryland. Yeah, but then it started to rain, and I was like, well, I'm not sure what they're doing, so I didn't go. It's just not the attitude. that Everyone know, else wouldn't well, have went, too. So you could have got even it, more it really, of a deal. Yeah, it was the perfect time to go, and I wasted it. Here, Here's my tip, though. Um, especially if you're there on the last day, there's going to be a prize on whatever you want. And you're and, and you're trying to think like I don't want to like I don't want to offend them with the price I'm offering offend them because <laughs> the people that are working it it's not their stuff they don't care they they get a percentage on what they sell and they just want to get shit out gotcha gotcha so like I that was, they marked mine for ninety five I offered seventy five and he goes yeah I should offer fifty <laughs> like just point blank I screwed up yeah yeah you know that's what they tell you you never make the first never make the first offer. Well, I mean, the first offer is the price on it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But no, the Saying point it is. Say out loud, though. The point is, they're professional. They don't care. Like, it's not their stuff. Just offer low, and if they say no, they'll be like, all right. You know what number yeah. you're willing to pay. You'll yeah, I don't imagine. Eventually. I don't imagine they're going to go home and be like, you know what this guy did to me at this yeah. estate sale today? Unbelievable. He said $75. Yeah. So... I've never been more offended. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So go to estate well, sales and, uh, you know, get your get your stingy on. Be cheap. Get your stingy on. There we go. That's a that's a motto I can live with <laughs> as someone who is cheap uh, themselves. So I can appreciate that. All right. So there we go. Go to an estate sale. Find yourself find yourself a nice chaise lounge, and uh, you can lay around feeling all fancy. So I think that's great. I think maybe <laughs> next time I see one, I will go. Good. So you you sold me. All right. So. That is it for us this week. We will be back next week. We're probably going to go player by player through the men's basketball roster, uh, what we think they can uh, work on for the next year, because it is a very long offseason, and uh, we're trying to delay getting into football as much as we can, because that's just a very sad topic at times. Real true. That's a very sad topic. So we will get there. Um, We just, you know, Casey and I are more basketball guys than football guys, but... Don't worry, we will get to football and we'll try to try to make it less depressing and hopefully we'll have some good news for you. So uh for myself and for Casey, thank you for joining us. Make sure to rate, review, and smash slash hammer, because it's Purdue, that subscribe button, and we will talk to you next week, folks. Barbecue sauce.